0: Hi, this is John Walton, voice of the Washington Capitals, and you're listening to GGR
1: Pirate Radio.
0: Just trying to make sure, yeah, we we really outnumber Mandy as much as we can.
1: I mean, it just shows how powerful she is, is that you have to have three boys to contend with her. (laughs) Yes, I want to
0: start referring to her as Emperor Palpatine, right? It takes three (laughs) whole trilogies to to take care of
1: that one so <laughs> they finally get, they finally take her down and then yeah. it turns out there's a clone in the end but we don't know it's a clone because they don't say it because they cut that dialogue for some reason not important
0: yeah i yeah i'll consider myself the anakin here because sometimes i'm on her side sometimes i'm not um and that would make i guess jack luke and i guess Jonas ray then or something i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh star wars references those will be fun um I was talking. I was on Yuli's show, uh, Fantastic Forum, uh, and we started talking. And one of the things we started talking about was like somebody was like, "Oh, you know, if you know, fans tend to do these rewrites." And I was like, "Huh? Hmm, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Never done that for Star Wars." But um, yeah, I think we're gonna have to do it for the new ones too.
0: Yeah, especially because um, I mean, you gotta think Monday is Star Wars Day, uh, and that's when they're dropping Rise of Skywalker
1: on Disney Plus. Not that I
0: don't already have it but
1: <laughs> not like i've circled it on my calendar or anything like that um, yeah that's a, think, appropriate timing i think what we'll do is because what, what we did if you remember correctly like we'll do a quick flashback here to the the halcyon days of uh, early ggr and then we'll jump into the podcast um we wrote that first we like sat down and we talked it out and we wrote it and then we podcasted about it so i think we'll probably follow that same formula for the uh, for the new trilogy, and see if we can uh, k- kind of come up with uh, the issues that we had with it, and see where we can take it from there. And we'll see if we can get another Star Wars expert to sit in on the podcast with us for that one.
0: Yeah, you had I think articles for each of the first and second installment of our versions, yeah. um, and then we
1: podcasted the third one. Yeah, yeah. Now,
0: would you want that? We already had like kind of an idea of what we want to do with the third one. We we're just kind of talking it out and. and, and picking each other's brains a little bit more. But do you remember like what our quote unquote rules were? Cause we kept, we tried to keep a lot of like what was already there and then just kind of like reshuffle the pieces. Like, is that what you want to do if we like, took a crack at the sequels or like now that we got some, you know, fresh blood and fresh ideas with our group more so than we did at the, at the time. It
1: was just me um, you and Vic. Yeah. Our yeah. Segment.
0: Pretty much. We have a little <laughs> bit more like, you know, do, do we try and kind of just, go
1: from scratch or what do you think? I think we could do kind of like a writer's room sort of thing you know where it's like all right, so we've got this movie you know we've got the first one what was wrong with it and how can we fix it but like I don't think like redoing the entire thing I think that's that's asking a lot because it's like I don't want to be like one of those fans that's like oh well you can just use the books and the books are great No, no man of course they were of course they were great but they also came out like 30 years ago okay so like we need to go off of what we have now So let's go with that because you can't you can't do a sequel trilogy that talks about Luke Skywalker, you know, two years after Return of the Jedi when Mark Hamill is 35 years older now. You know, like it's it doesn't work like that. You'd have to recast everybody and they didn't want to do that. They wanted new people. So I think that we could just kind of like tweak the things that we have. And honestly, like the biggest problem with the new movies was lack of exposition. We don't know why the people are doing what they're doing. And we don't know how they got there. So, like, I think that that would be the biggest thing. And I think we could easily build that between between me, you, and then whoever. I mean, if we can get Rambo on, Rambo's great at, at, at fixing stuff. I'd say MC, but MC is like just now starting to watch Star Wars. So, yeah,
0: but that might not be the worst minds yeah. to have in the room though
1: because it's true yeah you,
0: you want to have your 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 star wars people who have like lived it and breathed it for a long period of time to kind of bring that perspective but it's not like mc's you know obviously the dude's seen a movie before yeah. so he's having like, someone what, who's like he's like this what's that thing what, that
1: they have what's that sword called like no yeah. Jesus, God yeah God. It, like you
0: know the, <laughs> the basics the framework of enough but like yeah having someone who's Not like I know every detail of everything Star Wars but knows, you know, pop culture and film, that might not be a bad voice to have in the room as well. Yeah, so that's a UMC, whatever you want to do. I'm not forcing your hand by any means if you're like this is the most boring thing I can think of doing on a on a weeknight, but as long as he's not like bring Jar Jar back, then we're good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean I mean i I probably have to just skip the, the the middle trilogy and just go straight to the newer films. Because I, I can't, I I don't think I can watch the newer, the uh the middle films. I, I don't honestly, think I can dude. Do
1: watch the third one. That's the only one you really need to see. If you watch right. Re- Revenge of the Sith, I think that like Steve, wouldn't you agree? Like if you were trying to catch up on all of them, just being able to see how like what happens to Anakin Skywalker is is kind of enough to give you like enough speed to roll through the rest of it.
2: And, yeah. and that,
1: right. and uh,
0: I was just going to say, it's, it's interesting that you asked that question because my brother, um, he, he texted me and he's like, hey, me and my wife, we're marathoning through all the films right now this week. And then we're doing that too. So when we hit Monday and Rise of Skywalker drops, we can have it. And I was like, cool. What order are you watching them in? Because there's really three kind of key schools of thought chronological in the film release order or kind of my personal favorite the machete cut and that's where you go four five and then you route back to the prequels and it becomes an extended flashback of what you just saw at the end of empire how did we get here and then all the oh. what you, all of what you see in in the end of three parallels very nicely to six because you kind of see what anakin didn't do and then you see what luke does do uh, kind of when confronted with the same, you know, things from from Palpatine, the same guy, and, and it makes the redemption part that you see in in Return, you know, mean a little bit more and everything like that. Um, and you can kind of cut out a good bit. Like you don't even have to watch Phantom Menace if you do the Machete cut. Uh, if you do, you would go four, five, one, two, three, or you can go two, three. You probably could get away with just three as well if you kind of. Do a little bit of research. Okay, that's Anakin. That's so we want to kind of generally know who those characters are, um, and then from there you just follow out seven, eight, nine, and then you tag the anthology ones just on the end. Is okay. This is here's some here's some things that fill in some of the gaps. But if you're watching the Star Wars one. That's kind of my personal favorite watch order, and it preserves the the twist of of five. If someone's never seen it before, yeah, that's how you're introducing it. So like that's probably how I'm going to show the boys. So you know they don't get spoiled about Vader. Um, and then you get to kind of watch the prequels and see how did they get there.
1: Yeah, I did... With Jax, we did, we did 4, 5, 6, and um, he hasn't watched any of the prequels yet, and he hasn't watched any of the new ones. But, um yeah, I mean, we'll get there eventually. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out eventually at some point. So, but, yeah. So I for like, The machete yeah, cut I mean, sounds good.
0: If you're, if you're hoping to watch him, like, I'd say go 4, or 5, then maybe drop 3 in there, and then go to 6. Um, and that's going to give you a little bit better taste you know for for what quote unquote star wars is you know what i mean yeah. uh yeah. starting with with more of the original trilogy things
2: yeah i was gonna say well i've, I've already seen six because i did watch the i watched the original three just straight through gold yeah. i i'm struggling i've watched on on now three different occasions tried to watch one and couldn't couldn't do it dude it's a, a, two a is...
1: snoozer man it really yep. is
2: like <laughs> i mean i like that the, like what I'll say about the, the middle trilogy is the, the lightsabering fights are dope. I, I really enjoy those, but that's about it as far as far as uh, those prequels are concerned. What I saw of three, because I, I had no context for what I saw, and I don't even remember it at this point. But what I saw of three, I remember enjoying, even though I didn't really... I'm sorry. I didn't know my phone just went on, My phone was on. Um... Even though I didn't have the full context of whatever took place in one and two to place what happened in three. There's
1: you literally could watch three without watching one or two, and there's only like you just won't get inside stuff. You'll like you'll you'll you know that Anakin and Obi Wan are really good friends, and you know that yeah. like Obi Wan is his mentor, and you know that Anakin Skywalker is a badass. That's pretty much all you need to know. Like, and it, it kind of fills in, especially if you've seen the original trilogy. So, like, I if I don't know why they would have done it, but if they had just done one movie as a prequel and it was Revenge of the Sith, like, it would have been fine. But, like, it's, I mean, you get all three, unfortunately. And, um, <laughs> you know, for better or for worse. Like, and and not, we, we talked about this on Yuli's show, too, that, like, with time, the prequels are actually starting to be, sh- like, viewed in a more positive light. They, they caught a lot of shit. Early on, but it's gotten way better and like people are, are remembering them much more fondly than I guess we thought they would have. I think you're going to see the same thing from the sequel trilogy. I think so, too. Yeah. But let's do this. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been about a month now that uh, yeah, like three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's been. Yeah. Yeah. Three weeks now since uh, we've heard from the co-founder of the Great Geek Refuge and the co-host of GGR Pirate Radio. Um welcome back Steve Monica! Hooray! Round of applause! Hooray Most people are probably like, Who? He was gone? (laughs) What? (laughs) Which guy? Yeah. (laughs) Well dude, we're glad you're back, man. Let's uh let's kick off the show. Nothing real formal tonight. It's just an episode of the diner. We're gonna just chit chat for a little bit. Steve's uh got uh putting the kids to bed duty as uh, he mentioned earlier. So we're going to let him go for that, but we're going to get a solid uh, about 45 minutes in here where we get to kind of recap what he's been up to and uh, maybe give him some of the uh, this or that questions that we had to, uh, to put him on the spot. Cause that's always fun. We always enjoy that. Uh, but another episode of GGR pirate radio, it's myself, Mike Lunsford, as I mentioned, uh, Steve Monick. And of course we have the third leg of the podcasting team that is MC Brooks. And we are coming back. right back in just a moment because the episode starts right now.
2: You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. You're listening to the Diner on GGR
0: Pirate Radio.
1: It's four leaf clover. Make a wish. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud.
2: No longer, and the best star has returned. When one chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore, you are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. It's called Pirate Radio.
1: By the way that song you sent me last night I like Better Days more than the one that I that you sent me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of tri- I was kind of tripping when I when I heard it cuz I found it on Spotify. I was like, "Huh. Yeah. wow, same sample. That's that's kind of cool. I li- I I do like what he did with it and, and I okay. I, I've ha- I have it on I've had it on my uh, like my my summer playlist cuz like if you listen to the lyrics it's is really just about reminiscing on those days of going and doing just dumb stuff with your friends when you were younger yeah so i it enjoy was, it. it
1: it was really it was really cool too like um I, I it's it's funny too like this is gonna be a weird opening because we didn't do it standard like we normally do Where i'm um, like ladies and gentlemen boys and girls but hey guys welcome to ggr Empire radio we're just chit-chatting today um it's another episode of the diner um It's I know I realized that last night was the first time and and maybe you guys have interacted before, but it's two different eras of GGR um, Because when we were working with the other place um, I brought Jay Dilla on so Steve has interacted with 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 Jess before but like my two like Because Steve's one of my I consider like a music expert. So like there's three people that I consider music experts It's you Steve it's MC and then Jess like Jay Dilla and like that was the first time that the Venn diagram of GGR music experts has crossed <laughs> over where you got to meet Jess. And you guys are both recommending awesome songs. So it was really kind of cool. Um, and like she's got like a million things going on. I would love to have her back on the podcast, but like she's just she's doing her own thing. And so I, I can never fault anybody for that at all. But um, as I mentioned, folks, we're going to do another episode of the diner. There's no form to this tonight. Like we're just happy that Steve's back. And we're happy that we get to talk to one of our our best friends. Guys, check out the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. There's lots of great content there. We've done a ton of podcasts during this coronavirus uh, quarantine. Um, some serious where we really talk about uh, all the stuff going on with quarantine and all the crazy protests and things like that. But then also we just had some fun too where we played like this or that where uh, you've seen it go around Facebook where it's um, make me choose between these two things. Well, we're not letting Steve off the hook just because his wife had a baby and he's been busy. No, we're grilling him. (laughs) tonight. (laughs) We're not actually, you know what I mean, man. Like it's all easy stuff. But like, again, dude, give us a rundown, man. What's like what's it like having a second kid now like is it essentially just the same thing times two or is it like vastly yeah, different or yes were, were you no. prepared for this so yeah
0: jack my my eldest son which that's that's one of the okay that's the first thing is just some of the nomenclature and things I say now I was like oh my god I'd never I never envisioned myself saying things like that like yeah my older son that that's weird Um, but no he's awesome he he loves his new younger brother Jonah He's very cool with everything um, and everyone's talking about like regression and you know him you know turning into a baby and wanting attention that's not really what we've seen because he's already just a wild and crazy kid wants to learn stuff wants to run around and do his own thing and he still just wants to do that and sometimes that thing involves his brother and sometimes it doesn't um, but really more so like the biggest change of all is just time management uh, because you know two kids under the age of three require a lot of things and attention and care and structure and that's really what the the biggest thing for me and mandy has been is we had kind of our routine and schedule down and now it's like and double that commitment at least if not more um and make that work in your pre-existing schedule and that that's the the biggest challenge and you know it just takes a little time to get used to it it's not bad it's just what it is it's new yeah it's yeah, different. we're having a good time. He's awesome, obviously. We we we're probably, you know, we're thinking about keeping him, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't you know, we we have like one of those like 100 days you get to try him for free and if you don't like it, <laughs> ship him back for free. Um but no, he he's awesome. He's a good kid.
1: That's awesome, dude. Um yeah, I was very happy for you guys. Um but especially too – like I mean, we're not going to get too heavy ab- about it, but like there was there was a twinge of of anxiety on my end like just in general like that you guys were going to have to go to a hospital in the midst of a pandemic and you're gonna have one because because mandy's giving birth like her immune system is going to be weakened and then you have a newborn who has essentially never experienced the outside world so like it there was like a little bit of, of of worry on my part so i'm glad that everything came out good. I mean, like there were no issues that you guys didn't run into anything. Cause I mean, God, there've been some horror stories out there. So
0: thanks, man. I appreciate
1: that. Yeah, of course, man. Um, but overall, like, are you actually like getting sleep? Are you like, this just doesn't exist anymore? No, it's, it's not so bad. Like we're kind of
0: over that, that phase. And now it's just, he pops himself awake a couple of times in the evening and that, that's about it. So, um, you know, it gives me a chance. I've been, one of my goals this year was to do some more reading. You know, I got myself a Kindle. Um, so I've had some ample opportunity to sit there at, you know, three in the morning and rocking a baby and pound out a chapter or two here and there. So, um, you know, just got to silver line, everything, even some of the stuff where it's, yeah, I'd rather be sleeping, but uh, spend a little time with the guy and, uh, you know, get some reading in.
1: Well, that's good, man. That's good. Like definitely good. Definitely good. Um, one of the things that, I wanted to know for sure, though, with all of this, is like, with us being home as much as we are and not being able to really go out, like, are you getting to a point now where you're running out of stuff to watch on like Netflix or Hulu or anything like that, or oh, have you just been heavy, reading instead?
0: No. <laughs> uh, just a little, little bit of everything. Yeah. So, you know, we had like Netflix and or no, we had Hulu and Disney Plus. We added Netflix back on so mandy had some stuff to kind of keep her occupied while she's up and you know stuff for us to watch together um and boy could espn not have timed their 10 part michael jordan documentary better uh (laughs) the last dance yeah i've been watching that a little bit and as a bulls fan i have all six of their you know because how every team whenever they win a championship they always say like 10 seconds after the championship's won, buy the hat, buy the, the shirt, and go ahead and buy the championship DVD. I'm the guy that has all six of the Chicago Bulls championship season videos, uh, nice. you know, burned to his computer. Uh, so I'll watch like, <laughs> the last dance on Sunday, and then I'll pick out, like, some of the championship seasons. I'm like, let's watch him beat the Sonics again. That was cool. Uh, and I'll go and watch one of those hour-long videos. So I've been kind of really Bulls, you know, basketball jazzed up. And it also helps because there's like no sports to speak of whatsoever. So it's kind of filling that niche Um, and, you know, just amongst all the other stuff that we've been watching.
1: It's it's so funny, though, the timing of this, because while you were gone, one of the episodes that MC and I did, we had um, a a new GGR uh, podcaster who's joining us, a guy named Paul Kraft. He's also a, a D.C. sports guy. Like, what they're doing is, is all the local sports channels are replaying, like, the Nats playoff run last year and, like, the Capitals Stanley Cup run from 2018. So, like, yeah, it sucks that we're in, you know, quarantine, but, like, at least we had these two championship <laughs> things that we get to replay and yep. watch. And, like, it, it's kind of taking the sting out of not having sports a little bit. But, like, we talked about, like, our favorite playoff runs, like, that we got to watch and experience. Um, we also got to talk about – and I'm going to let you do this because I'm sure you have one. or. Several, but like mine was, I, I, you know, my hatred for Peyton Manning. Um, We talked about watching um, a player or a team that we just can't stand and watching them fail and just how glorious it was. So I wanted to give you the opportunity of taking a team that you just hate, whether it's your your team's rival or just like the players just irk you or a player that just gets under your skin. And like they were set to succeed and then they just fell apart miserably. Like what's one that you just like absolutely enjoyed watching? Um, their, their ultimate demise.
0: That's a really good question. Cause I mean, as soon as you said like team that you hate, I'm like, so the Baltimore Ravens, um, <laughs> but the question really, the, man, this is sad. This is really sad and probably does not paint me in the best light. I enjoy watching the Browns crap all over themselves. And so your question is kind of like who was set up for success and is like this grand team. And then they just fell short because of incompetence or whatever. The Browns never even got there. And I've enjoyed that more than even like the Ravens, like <laughs> making a deep playoff rate, you know, like last, like I could have said like this past playoffs, like Lamar Jackson was like the guy. And like, you know, they made it into the playoffs and they got beaten by a good team or whatever. Uh, no, that's never as enjoyable to me as what happened with the Browns last year was they were talked up all, you know, they are off Kings. They win the offseason Super Bowl every single year. Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield's the next coming or whatever. And, and just watching them, fizzle and implode into nothingness fills my heart with such uh such gleeful joy as a Steelers fan that I I, you know you can't explain it to someone who doesn't like sports yeah I guess if it's like you're a PlayStation guy and a friend of yours is Xbox One catches on fire that's about as close as I can (laughs) I I can analogize it to you
1: that's that's fair man that's That's fair. fair Yeah, like I just I can't think of like any team that I like that opposes my team that's always bad, I and mean, it's just like
2: I don't know, I don't. Do you remember who I mentioned
1: for that? You just you you talked a lot of trash about the Cowboys. I mean like oh, that was that oh, was your yeah. favorite. But with I, you and Paul, well, yeah. I do have another
2: that. one though. I, that I can add yeah. on to it. The um the Seahawks. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to know why? You want to know why? Because the last three times until 2016, I want to say last three times the skins got into the playoffs, they were yeah. defeated all three times by the Seahawks. That's not okay. to mention that there was that one year where they they won that fail Mary game, and I, I love Aaron Rodgers, so I was I was mad, I was really mad that you know. Russell Wilson throws an interception in the end zone that gets called a touchdown because the receiver just happens to have an arm in the way of the defender who caught the ball. Yeah, that was was that year that they they had the replacement refs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, he he had no possession. He his arm was literally stuck because the dude and the dude picked the ball off and you call it a touchdown. Like, all right, I'm gonna enjoy you guys losing. I can see that. I see. I'm with Seattle.
1: I, I, I kind of rooted for them because I'm a big fan of the underdog in general. And Seattle has been the perpetual underdog for, like, I don't know, what, 30 years? So they finally get good in, like, the the mid-2000s, right? They had that run where they uh, went to the Super Bowl. They lost to the Steelers. But then they had that – it was the year after um, the Saints won the Super Bowl, and they were playing the Saints in, in Seattle. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Marshawn Lynch had that ridiculous run. Amazing. The beast quake. quake yeah the beast quake. and then like he and then they changed their uniforms and i am a sucker for a dope uniform and i like their new colors oh, yeah. i like their new uniforms a lot um it's part it's basically the reason why like when in the middle school i was a uh, charlotte hornets fan because they had a dope oh, uniform know. everyone the was the a charlotte eight, hornets yeah. fan everyone yeah was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but i, I, I mean, get that too because they did because washington did, did get ousted by them like three times in a row in the playoffs yeah. which sucks yeah
2: I mean, that's really it. I mean, I, I like I like them now. My my right. opinion of them has changed now. Um, I, and I, I can actually throw the Patriots in there also because my opinion on them changed. I used to hate them as well, too. And then just kind of I, – I think for me what it is is ultimately I, I can respect not only underdogs but just teams that are just doing great stuff, whether I yeah. like certain people on them or not. And there's no denying that the Pats had a hell of a run. I mean, the – the the whole Legion of Boom thing is is largely what changed my opinion of the Seahawks, and I really and I ended up liking uh, Russell Wilson because he became more kind of more personable. Like he he just like yeah. the, the more you, the more you watched them and saw that stuff off the field. Aside from that like miracle water thing that was kind of weird, <laughs> um, yeah, it <laughs> yeah, just seemed like a, a a regular guy, and so you know couldn't help but but respect and like that. Okay, yeah, I think that's.
1: I mean, again, too, you know, realistic. Like, and I've said before, like with the Patriots, like now I can't, I can't stand them. But it, it's mostly just Boston in general that I can't stand because, like, their level of success that their sports teams have achieved has turned that city into just the most obnoxious fan oh, base. Absolutely. But, like, 2000, 2001, like 9-11 just happens. And then the Super Bowl happens where they play the Rams. And then this underdog team, I had been rooting for the Patriots for, for years because of Drew Bledsoe. And like they pull off like one of the most shocking upsets in the in the Super Bowl. Like that was an underdog team, man. And like from there, they became a dynasty. But like to me, there's still that little twinge of like this is the team that just nobody could. They just found a way to win. And really like their dynasty, even – even their dynasty, when they won, like, what was it, like, 26 games in a row or some, some shit like that? Like, they were winning by, like, four points, three points, seven points. They really weren't blowing people out. It's just they found a way to win. Their defense was winning games. Brady was doing just enough to win, and he wasn't losing. He wasn't throwing, uh, throwing interceptions or anything like that. And then, like, somewhere along the line, they just flipped because Belichick just built this, like, like machine like I don't know how to describe it other than that he just always had next man up there was always another person that could fill the role and it was just like it's it was super impressive it sucked if you weren't a Patriots fan but like like I can't even imagine Steve like how infuriating it must have been to watch them every year you're like no we got him this year and then they were like you thought you did and they would march on like that, that had to just drive you nuts
0: there was like a a subtle roar like when the tom Brady at tampa bay news dropped like you could just hear it no matter where you were within like a 10 mile radius of the city of pittsburgh you could just feel (laughs) it like it's over it's finally over (laughs) yeah we're we're needless to say we're very excited
1: yeah um Let's go into one of the other topics that we had here, too, because we don't have a whole lot of time, Steve. Yeah. So, MC, let's go rapid fire here. We're each going to ask Steve uh, this or that, and we're going to make him yeah. choose. Choose your pain, Steve Monick, of these two things you have to choose from. I'm going to make you choose. I want to start here because I already know what I want to start. I want to start with the big guns here, okay? You have, to, right. choose. You have to choose between Dream Theater and uh-huh. Coheed and Cambria. like a sophie's (laughs) choice right there
0: (laughs) i i can't i can't i can't pick against dream theater because i i wouldn't care about coheed and cambria if i didn't start liking dream theater okay That's that's what it comes down to so i mean like there's there's a respect factor there's a nostalgia factor and then there's a quality factor whereas coheed doesn't have the like the nostalgia factor so it's like three to two you know and that's that's the tiebreaker i guess
1: i gotcha. i had to do the same thing with with nirvana i had to choose between nirvana and the foo fighters and i chose the foo fighters because they have a, a longer catalog but also the the deciding factor was i said i felt i felt like if you could meet them in person like dave grohl and um kurt cobain Dave Grohl like even if you were like nervous and like you like slipped up and said something stupid Dave Grohl would be cool with you Dave Dave Grohl would be like dude it's cool relax man there's no need to be nervous and you'd be like oh Dave that's so awesome thank you so much where Kurt would judge you and Kurt would be like well you know like that's just not like what I'm all about man and like you know it's cool if you are but just like I don't appreciate and you'd like walk out of that room like just hating yourself you're like Kurt Cobain hates me and thinks I'm a nerd like this is the worst (laughs) like total narc
2: yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's how I would feel. Um,
2: all right, MC, what you got, man? All right, so I'm going completely off memory because I scrolled and Facebook's algorithms won't let me find the thread in the group. Dude, so.
1: same. Like, I can't find... I I ran into the same thing. I just remember <laughs> that one specifically, and I can't find any of the other ones. I can't working, find It's me like crazy right now.
2: Yeah. So I'm going... So I, I, I remember two of them. I, I remember two of them, but I'm going to go with... Uh, um, Steve, would you rather get one free international trip, uh, w- uh, once per year, going on an international trip once per year, or be able to go anywhere domestically once a month? I think that's how it w- was worried. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. a month,
1: anywhere in the country or once a year, anywhere in the world.
0: Are we talking... The continental United States, like, is the domestic also
1: inclusive of Hawaii? Because that could make a big difference.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Uh, that's a good question. We never, (laughs) never you know, what we're
1: gonna call it? We're gonna call it Conus. So only continental United States. So you get it's got to be touching. So I can either
0: go to like France once a year or like Branson once a month. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can, I can go to, you know the north side of pittsburgh once a month <laughs> you know what uh, i guess it de- also would depend on how long this covid stuff is going because if you're saying i'm allowed out of quarantine once a month even just to go a couple miles down the road i think i take that right now just, a, just a um, to go to manny
1: brothers right like- <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah like, let's go see my family anything <laughs> um yeah all right so we're uh, regular time like, ooh. you know what is it just me as an individual? I, I asked too many questions. I, I don't know. Um,
1: you're, you're thinking too much. I, I think yeah. too
0: much about it. I got to go off the gut. My my gut says once a month uh, inside the borders of the, uh, of the country. There's less. I don't have to worry about a passport. I don't have to worry about flights and connecting flights and all this stuff near as much as I would if I was just staying in the country. And there's a lot to see in the United States that I haven't seen. I mean, I, you know, I've only been as far west as Phoenix, Arizona. So, I mean, I have the whole Pacific Coast I could see. There's a lot that I could do. Um, and you're telling me I get 12 trips instead of one. I guess I'll go with the numbers. You
2: there you, you literally listed every reason that the three of us all chose the exact same thing.
1: Yeah, nice. that's <laughs> yeah.
2: This is why we're friends. We all get it.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're on the. It's the <laughs> what 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 have you called it before? That Mike and Steve agree on everything show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we need to retitle it too. Yeah, Apparently so some, now. It's,
0: Mike Steven MC agree on everything hour.
1: yeah the Mike Steven MC agree on everything um okay you either shit your pants or you have diarrhea for three straight hours what
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so like the first option I'm just out in public uh, I'm grocery shopping I got my mask on And then all of a sudden I have a cow pie, you know, just sitting in my in my drawers there. (laughs) Or I'm safe at home, but I just got to be on the bowl for three hours.
2: Yeah, I mean mean, in theory you could also be home after
1: shitting yourself. Yeah, you could be like joking around with the family and you'd be like, hey, you know it's really funny, and you like try to pull a fart and then you you know you shit yourself. Um, or you know three straight hours of, of of diarrhea.
0: Yeah, I'm not even going to sit here and try and debate like the embarrassment factor on either, like which is more or less embarrassing, I suppose. Um, you know what? At this point, three un- in un- uninterrupted hours. <laughs> yeah, I, can <laughs> bring a a bull, I can bring my phone. I can just sit there. I mean, it's not going to be the most pleasant three hours, but it's yeah. like it's quiet. No one's bugging me and I don't have to worry about, you know doing laundry immediately so i think i'm gonna go with the, the second option there
1: <laughs> I, I chose i chose diarrhea as well mc made a really compelling argument though because J- rambo and i were both like yeah three hours of diarrhea read a book or something like that and mc's like yeah and then you're dehydrated or you know you could die and we were like oh yeah about that And mc's like i've already got on a new pair of pants i'm good to go i'm going back out <laughs> like
0: well, you bumps aren't even, you're already having a third of the way through here
2: yeah basically <laughs> course, gotta go, just i gotta go, I go clothes lot. shopping at that point exactly right
1: <laughs> that's the other question too like it, it, it really it really like raises an important question too in a situation like that do you just throw everything away are those pants now worthless and they're done or like I mean, I feel like the underwear like pretty much have to go, right? Like if you shit yourself, like you can't you can't s- save those. Like,
0: well, my neighbor is selling their house right now, so I'm thinking I'm just chucking those bad boys out the window into their yard, and <laughs> not my problem anymore. That's the realtor's problem now.
1: <laughs> you know, we really like this. We like this house, but do you smell that? What is that? Is that a is that a pair of pants in the backyard?
0: i'm just out the window they had dogs <laughs> definitely wasn't me how do you know what we're talking about bye gotta go
1: welcome to the neighborhood
0: i'll take the hit on the property value if no one buys that house next to me as long as i don't got to deal with those pants <laughs> i'm starting to come around to option one now the more we talk about it <laughs>
1: I think that's what it is. Is we all have like really compelling arguments, and that's what it is. Like we were all meant to be like like
2: litigators, is what it was. Um, MC, your turn, man. Give us one. Uh, Against my better judgment, I'm gonna ask this. I'm gonna ask this one because I was outnumbered in the answer.
0: Okay.
2: But uh, Mario or Sonic?
0: Hmm. What did MC pick? (laughs) Is that hard one? Very hard yeah and and like the problem is like the the way i am just as a person the questions are so generic my answer is always like i'm gonna ask you six more questions to clarify what you mean by this question are we talking about the quality of their games them as characters who did i personally play more as a kid because i played way more mario because i never had a sega you know growing up i didn't get into sonic until later so i have a little more affinity for mario um but Sonic's probably like a cooler character. I mean, you're not, not you're not reading Mario comics. You know what I mean? Like no there, you know, the Sonic TV show is way cooler than than the, the Mario ones. Hey, uh,
1: how, how dare you disgrace the name of Captain Lou Albano? OK, have some respect <laughs> for the live action Mario. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, that's a good point then. All right, let's bring the live action movies into play here, Michael, if you want to do okay, that. Well, I think Sonic would yeah. check mark there.
1: Yeah, after the after they digitally changed Sonic to look cool instead of like that weird thing he wasn't originally. Yeah, Sonic yeah. kind of has the if edge of that one. Yes,
0: yeah, you know, the Sonic movie would have lost because of weird looking monsters in it. Mario didn't have any of that. Little head Goombas. Um. Have you uh, ever
1: heard the story... Um, about um, Dennis Hopper's kid and his dad asked him like, dad, why did you make this movie? Why, why did you make Mario? It, it was so bad. Why would you do this? And he's like, well, son, I got paid for it. And I, you know, dad's got to buy you shoes. And his kid looked at him and he goes, I don't need shoes that bad. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a killer.
0: That's pretty <laughs> devastating. Um, yeah. Ba- okay. So to the question, uh, based on the criteria of which character do I like more, I think Sonic is a cooler character than Mario. I think I've played more Mario games and probably have had like more hours invested in Mario, but I think just generally, Sonic's a cooler character, so I pick Sonic.
2: Woo! Okay.
1: There you go. But, you just but you, I, I, you just even the score. It's now tied. Yeah.
2: But I I did also say. Because Mike and Rambo also have really good arguments. Like, I don't even blame them or anyone else for picking Mario. Because if we're just comparing, like, video game franchises, like, not, uh, not anything else, just video game franchises, then it's, it's Mario by a long shot. Like, I, I personally love Sonic infinitely more. But the run of Mario games, they're, like, you. I mean, the, just the last 15 years, we have maybe two good Sonic games. Whereas it in, in Mario, you mean you could go down the list for, for Sun for Super Mario Sunshine, uh that's apparently sixty in uh Mario sixty four remake that's coming, any of the Mario Kart games, Super Mario Galaxy. I mean, there there's a boatload of stuff you can look to from Mario's video game franchise that even though I love Sonic more, like I can't I can't be upset at anyone who, who goes with Mario in that scenario.
0: You you can literally and accurately say that mario's company owns sonic's company which one has like the more impact and is the bigger you know player in the market nintendo by a mile they, they beat sega nintendo, I mean, sega, sega does sega, when nintendo Sega's losing
2: mm-hmm. money like part of the reason they don't they don't even produce sonic games at the rate that the mario games have been coming out is because of their own poor decision making has led to them losing money so they are afraid yeah. to take chances on making new games
1: it's a really weird story too like the the whole like Sega USA versus uh, Sega Japan like Sega Japan didn't want to put money into the consoles and into like anything they they were like um, no arcades are way cooler because in Japan they are they're, it's like a huge thing there so th- all of their money and effort and development went into their arcade games which if you go to an arcade and you play anything half the games are developed by Sega and that's why they're so badass but like the Dreamcast got like no support domestically so it's why it fell apart and it was an awesome system too so like that's it's a it's a really interesting story too so next one on our list, uh, Mr. Monick. uh we got soft taco or, or crunchy taco.
0: It, it, it's soft and it's not even close. I won't. I won't <laughs> eat taco. I'd rather throw them away. I'd rather sit on a toilet for three hours than eat a hard shell <laughs> taco. <laughs>
1: You you and I are similar on that one. I said that um I didn't like the idea of a crunchy taco because it's like effort, because like it you literally can bite it wrong and then the whole thing falls apart. And I'm like, well fuck that noise. I just want to eat a taco. Just give me a soft shell. Like And and
0: I, I'm even the kind of guy like every once in a while, I'll have a taco salad and I would take like a hard shell and break it up on top like a crouton. Yeah. That's acceptable. But if we're talking like a handheld taco, I got one in each hand. I'm eating the soft shell, and I'm throwing the hard shell on the floor.
1: I'm throwing it at, oh, what is it, 100 uh, horse-sized ducks? Or... <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm using it as a weapon against my duck-sized horses. Exactly. <laughs> which, at this point, I yeah. don't even remember which one I picked out of those two. It was I... one, one horse-sized duck or 100, was it 100? 100, du- duck? uh, yeah, 100
1: duck-sized horses, horses Yeah. I chose I chose the horse sized duck because like if I'm going to be I want to I want that challenge. I want that epic status, you know, like I yeah. want I want it to be a story for the ages, you know.
2: I think you have a better a, chance against that, too.
1: I mean, again, though, like they got them tiny little matchstick legs so you can just like roll down a hill and crush them all like or, <laughs> you know, use the Steve tactic and throw a hard shell taco. At them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. in It's eyes. It's done. <laughs> if the taco sauce doesn't get it, the hard shell will. That's why it's a good weapon and not a good food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I just, let's re- re- oh, I just you- remember one. I just, yeah, yeah. I just remember it. And, okay. and I was the only one who could answer this, and maybe Steve can too. Uh, X-Men or My Hero Academia? Ooh,
0: I just recently got into that. So that's very interesting. Um, and both, it, it's a really good comparison too, because both of them have... Their are superpowers and some of them are kind of weird, you know, like you have guys like an X-Men like Leech and then you have guys in he- My Hero Academia whose powers are generated by their sweat. So uh, they both have like <laughs> weird mutant kind of abilities. Um, it's really going to be hard for me to get past X-Men, though, regardless of the quality of it, because Batman, the animated series and the 90s X-Men TV series are why I got into superheroes and comic books in the first place. And that's a hurdle that I just don't think any it, it's like those two in Dragon Ball Z. You know, if you would have said X-Men versus D B Z, that would have been a lot closer. But it I, I can't get over that nineties X-Men. I was a kid of the nineties and X-Men ruled it then in
1: that era. That's fair. I mean That is fair. Yeah. Um I wanna give you this was uh submitted by Nita Nita Asageda. Um, she is a metal fan as well, so I figured I would include you in this one as well. Uh, King Diamond or Merciful Fate? Old school metal, huh? Yeah. Uh,
0: interesting.
1: We were pretty much like down the party line with this one. We were all King Diamond. Like, I I'm like Merciful of, Fate, uh, but King Diamond I'm totally is classic.
0: Merciful Fate,
1: you know? Because I, I kind of backdoored mm-hmm. into both
0: of them being a Metallica fan. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think people of our age group were like, man, Metallica is a cool stuff. And then Metallica did so many covers and references to both of those bands work. that you're like, ah, I guess I'll check out some influences because I'm sure you guys did the same thing. You found a band you liked and then go, what? Who did they listen to? And you kind of work your way backwards Um, in that medley that Metallica did of Merciful Fate off of the Garage Inc. album that they did um, when I went back and I'm like, Metallica's cover is great, but. I see why they covered them, um, yeah. and I, I kind of got onto Merciful Fate a little bit more than I did King Diamond. I know that's kind of blasphemous, so to speak, but yeah. uh, at least to the you know, way the party lines went. But I, I would have to pick Merciful Fate out of those two.
1: That's that's fair. I mean, it's your uh, it's your decision, Steve. Don't feel influenced or anything. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually Steve's last episode. Um, <laughs> Steve in retirement. Um, we actually he made died M- on his way to his
0: home planet <laughs>
1: MC <laughs> Poochie Nice Poochie reference, I appreciate that <laughs> um, MC did the same thing last last week When we chose Mario over Sonic He was like, I'm out, I'll see you guys I'm out. later I'm out. <laughs> Friendship <laughs> over Yeah, pretty much <laughs> um, There's a couple more here that were really good That I'm, that I'm always curious about uh, Stallone or Schwarzenegger Oh cool
0: uh stallone i like the rocky movies me and my buddy uh jim in high school we would watch the rocky movies all the time we even considered doing like a backyard boxing league that never happened thank god um (laughs) we considered a lot of things that never happened like making movies and doing weekly grill like cookouts like huge cookouts with like inviting like dozens of people having a backyard like just ideas that we would talk about and never do um that was one of them but we just we love the rocky movies so much if i if i can only if you're saying i pick one and the other ones like all their movies go away for forever um as much as it would pay me to lose terminator um i the rocky movies are so good to me i i i I wouldn't want to lose those
1: um you were talking about backyard boxing i'm gonna talk about something i actually haven't talked about at all on this show and it's pretty entertaining so um my sophomore year of high school, I was on the wrestling team, right? And with a buddy of mine, um, he like convinced me because I I'd never done it before. I'd never wrestled before. He was like, hey, you should try it. You know, it, you might really enjoy it. It's really good exercise. Like, and it was holy crap. It was like the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, but we found out about like the wrestling room that was up like up above the gym, like in an auxiliary gym. So we were in TV production class. And one day we were like, man, it's too bad we don't have a place to do WWF style wrestling. And Ryan and I looked at each other and we were like, dude, we could totally go to the wrestling room. And we we snuck up to the wrestling room, had a camera and proceeded to do like the most ridiculous like moves to each other. Like wrestling, like like power bombing each other, like on these like big foam mats and stuff like that that were up in the wrestling room. And like, I wish I still had the tapes because they were so stupid and so like ridiculous. But like, of course, we did it. And then two more people found out. So, of course, we had like a battle royale. But like, yeah, we definitely got in a lot of trouble for that because they found out because somebody got hurt. Somebody got a concussion. It wasn't me, but somebody got a concussion and got upset and we weren't allowed to do it anymore. So
0: I, I was sitting here thinking that this story is going to end in one of two ways. Either someone gets hurt yeah. or someone gets ringworm. Those were the two options that I had considered in my head because it you said could wrestling. Be both.
1: Where... It, it's entirely possible that it could be both like ringworm, the silent killer. <laughs> That was actually my wrestling name was Ringworm. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Michael Ringworm Lunsman. <Lundgren>. <laughs> he's coming all sickly ringworm, and they're like, I can He's
0: undefeated. No, no one. Everyone forfeits when they see him.
1: No one wants to touch him.
2: <laughs>
1: oh man, that was oh, God. <laughs> I'm just like I'm. I'm re- remembering all of these things. It was like we would use those like plastic chairs that they had like in school. You know where it had like the metal legs, but it had like the plastic back and and, and seat. Yeah. And, like, we would, like, use those as, like, catapults. We would, like, run and then jump off of them onto people. It was just, it was absolute (laughs) insanity. Like, how somebody didn't, like, get murdered is beyond me. (laughs)
0: Oh yeah, I just think we remember doing the dumbest stuff in high school. I know there was one time we went to our local Y and we were playing dodgeball in the racquetball room with racquetballs and rackets. And we were just we were just smashing racquetballs at each other and those things got to like ridiculous speeds and we'd welts all over each other. I mean that's literally as dumb as just standing there throwing rocks at each other. Like I why did I <laughs> think that was a good idea? And why did not at least one person say, Hey, let's not do this? This is a bad all idea.
1: All right, MC, what stupid shit did you do when you were in high school? <laughs>
2: uh oh, man. I mean, I have to divide it up because I have there's there's pre social me doing dumb stuff with my friends, and then there's post social me doing dumb stuff with my friends. Oh okay. Uh which is basically divided up by freshman and, freshman and sophomore year versus junior and senior year. Yeah. Uh oh my gosh. Um let me think. Give me a. Uh, I, not a dumpster. I'm trying to remember, because uh, most, because most of most of the stuff I did, I mean,
1: I don't know. I'm blanking. I'll I'll give you a second to think about this, because uh, Steve, I don't think I actually ever told you this, but the whole like reason why I was so excited by the idea of GGR Pirate Radio being our name was because I actually got in trouble again in high school. Um, we we had a television production class, right? And the television production class had access to a cable channel that was a local cable channel. Normally it was like, it was channel 49 and it was NASA, right? It was just aired all the stuff that NASA was showing, right? But we could access it and air directly to it, right? So I found this out and I decided that I was going to pirate it one night and just do a bunch of dumb stuff and like air like dumb videos that we did and we i got in so much trouble for that because yeah like people were like yeah they were calling the high school and like it was it was a whole thing because i wasn't supposed to be at the school at that point (laughs) because there was no teacher there so yeah like i definitely was i mean but i that that's my rebellion That was the rebellious stuff I did. Some kids are like, yeah, let's skip school. Yeah, let's do this. And let's yeah. No, I was like, let's go film wrestling videos and then (laughs) let's hijack the TV station. Like, that's the dumb shit that I did. Wait, you weren't that guy who hacked the
2: local
0: radio or the TV station with the Max Headroom mask on, were you? That wasn't you.
1: (laughs) No, that was the early 80s. I would have been like four. So no, not me. (laughs) Just wanted to make sure. (laughs) <laughs> no the, yeah that actually that song by rem what's the frequency kenneth is about something similar to that where they tried to hijack the television like the news and yeah it was it was interesting and weird and out there nothing nothing mc you you were
2: not like a devious
1: child you didn't like
2: i mean like do, i didn't really do anything that i got in trouble for like I was pretty smart in, in whatever stuff I did do, so I, I never really got in trouble for much. You never got you never got caught, nice. Yeah, basically. I yeah. mean, I mean there there, there were t- I mean, I did do stuff like so. You know, I, I went to Dematha, which is an all boys high school, and yeah. our sister school, Elizabeth Seton, was about a mile away over in Bladensburg, next to Hyattsville. Yeah, like probably the. Probably the worst thing i ever did and i didn't even get in trouble for it because they, they didn't know who did it but a uh, part of our senior prank uh was a bunch of us uh basically brought water balloons and water guns and ambushed elizabeth seaton's seniors because they used to get out early like they had they had a tier system for who got out at the end of the day like seniors would get out first and then five minutes later d- juniors would get dismissed so on and so forth so uh, our senior prank at, uh, for us, for some of us, went over there, pretty much ambushed the seniors who would be hanging out in the parking lot when they got out. And, uh, yeah, ambushed them with water balloons and water guns and all that fun stuff. And they, they didn't, like, they, they they gave us a talking to at our school, at DeMatha, but we didn't, like, we didn't actually get in trouble for it. Like, they didn't, because they, they didn't really know who to who could blame it on.
1: You got the I'm-not-mad-I'm-disappointed talk? Okay. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll have – I got one more for you, Steve, and then we'll let you go so you can put the kids to bed. Um, would it. you rather Would you rather be a Jedi or a Starfleet officer?
0: Oh, mama. All right, that is – I got to stop just asking questions. I'm assuming like in the respective universes. Yes. Not like just me here going to work tomorrow guy can I also like levitate food from the refrigerator as a Jedi or have a replicator? It's, it's food related either way. Um, Boy, that's, that's interesting. That's because naturally you think you want to say Jedi, but then you start to think about it. If I'm, if I'm like a Riker and I know I'm going to be fine, it's Starfleet. But if I'm like, a red shirt and I'm going to get like vaporized or like melted or something like that on some random planet, less desirable Jedi. You're always thinking like, cool, I'm Obi-Wan. I'm whatever. I mean, every Jedi ends up getting cut in par- apart with a lightsaber at some point. Yeah. Odds are probably a little better with Starfleet, future technology, a little less stressful, you know, maybe your inventor or a scientist or a doctor or something
1: going Starfleet. <laughs> Yeah, as long as you're not stationed on the Enterprise, which is basically what we discussed, because, like, there's countless Starfleet uh, vessels out there that, like, probably are like, hey, we just went and we analyzed the rings of Saturn for a week and that's it. No weird Borg attacks or, you know... Romulan dual agents trying to infiltrate Starfleet. Nothing like that. No, it's just, like, straight up boring. Nothing happened. And, yeah. like, it feels like Star Wars. Every If you're a Jedi, like, every, every, every generation of Jedi are all wiped out, like, at some point or another. Like, every single one of Old Republic, all of them are dead. And then, like, hey, let's rebuild the Jedi Order. Wait, wait, why? Because we just... Like, they just killed all of them, and it's just going to happen again. Like, maybe we should come up with a better plan. No, 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 no. This is the only plan that works. We got to do this. Like, yeah, I I think that was consensus. I think we were all like, yeah, we'd all rather be in Starfleet. And it boils down to
0: the title, right? I mean, Star Wars, you're fighting, you're actively engaged in battle at some point. Star Trek, you're just walking around. You're just going on a trek. You're just having a nice little adventure. Like you said, if you're not, you know, dealing with a queue or something like that, you're you're probably just investigating some cool space stuff and farting around on the holodeck, and that sounds yeah. like a much more enjoyable time to me than uh, you know getting blasted to pieces by yet another Death Star.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I, I yeah, I'm, I think we're all with. You. And we I, you know, as cool as it would be to have a lightsaber, at the same time, like you're gonna have to worry about somebody from your past being upset and being con- you know turn to the dark side and now you have to fight them like your brother or your father or like you know like a loved one like no one it never ends well if you're a Jedi somebody you love ends up turning against you and it's got to be like the most like gut-wrenching thing ever And Star Trek it's like you're st- away from home for a long time but hey you got this really cool ship where you if you want something and you want to pretend you literally can just go into this magical room and everything that you want is right there and it's not actually real so it's pretty awesome Yep,
0: yep. The more we talk about it, it's it's Starfleet. Not even saying that Star Trek's the franchise I like more because they're very different, you know, flavors there. But if I had to live in one of those worlds, I think I'd like Starfleet more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to lean that that direction too. Um, I know you got to go, man. Hey, we're we're glad you're back. Um, we will do obviously more episodes coming up here soon. Um, hopefully we can get our um. I, the plan was initially I wanted to have a um I wanted to have that metal band on um a sound of thunder, but like with what's going on in the world right now, it's hard to kind of like you know bring a band together. so we'll work on that at some point and we'll we'll have them on because they seem like they're pretty they're pretty cool kids and um oh, okay. we'll we'll do some some fun team up stuff but Steve, thanks man i'm glad I'm glad you could join us again um and then we'll have to do this again some other time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's, let's do it like once a week like we have been.
1: <laughs> there you go. It sounds like a plan, man. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you for being part of our podcasting journey that we do every week. Um, we appreciate it. We really do. I mean, we would literally just be talking to ourselves if uh, you weren't out there listening. So we appreciate that you guys are doing that. Hey, we're still doing the fundraiser. Um, it is... What you want to do is you want to go to teespring.com slash stores slash GGR hyphen tea hyphen shirt hyphen shop. All of those shirts right there. All of the proceeds will be going to Micah Ecumenical Ministries. Again, it's a nonprofit organization here in Fredericksburg uh, that helps the homeless. So whether it's clothing, whether it's um, they, they find a place and they need uh, cheap furniture, whether it's food, what all of that, they help with this. It's a fantastic organization, and especially in a time when we're all um, encouraged very strongly to stay home. What do the people who don't have homes do? So this is why this is such a near and dear um, charity for me. Uh, My wife and I uh, have have any chance we get to help them out, we always do. So buy a T-shirt. They're they're all 20 bucks. All the proceeds are going to go to Micah Ecumenical Ministries. And you get a pretty sweet T-shirt. You can get yourself a Don't Be a Juice Bag T-shirt. Uh, You can get a Mike on the Mike t-shirt. You can get a GGR Pirate Radio t-shirt. There's also just the standard Greek Geek Refuge shirts as well. Um, So check them out. Buy yourself a t-shirt. Or you can just donate directly to Micah as well. It's Micah, M-I-C-A-H, Ecumenical Ministries. I mean, like, if you just type in Micah Ministries, it'll pull up and you'll see exactly what they're doing there. Um, But for everybody here at GGR, thank you so much again for your patronage. Uh, for Steve, for MC, for James Rambo. My name is Mike Lunsford, and guys, don't be juiced
2: Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
1: Fortunately for Troop 417, during the ADAA required random drug screening, one of your players urine tested positive for three separate types of anabolic steroids and a low-grade beaver tranquilizer. I'm afraid, by rule, your team must be disqualified. God
0: damn you, Bernice! Oh! Why the power vested in me?
2: Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy.